0: Dan, of board game man with this week's top five express board games edition. Each episode, I'm gonna give you a topic for the list to give you my picks for the top five of that topic. So, one element I really like to do in a game is like kind of like when everyone selects an action and reveals them at the same time, or more importantly, where everyone kind of what really kind of got me onto this idea was when everyone kind of puts their uh, workers or things behind a screen and then reveals those actions all at once, and then kind of everything gets kind of uh, just executed or everybody kind of, you know, the mechanisms kind of just goes around and you you do your thing, so to speak. Uh, this can kind of be done with cards face down. It can be called, uh, it can be used with uh, meeples uh, behind a screen. Like I said, this is basically called simultaneous action selection. Uh, and again, sometimes this can be done as a bit of an auction. It can be done both ways. You see a lot of this done where everybody kind of selects a card, and everybody flips it over at once. I tried not to do too much of that, because I really, there was more of a specific goal in mind when I was kind of thinking about it, and that's probably why I've got a lot of uh, also rans or Honorable Mentions, because this kind of happens a lot in games, but there are more specific ways that I was looking for it, uh, and I kind of put those towards the top, since that was kind of my goal for this. So let me get through these uh, Honorable Mentions real quick. Now, obviously, uh, Gloomhaven uh, is is my favorite game of all time. It's the number one game on BGG right now, and it definitely fits this, because it's it's a co-op game where everybody kind of selects the actions they want to do. And you can do the, one, the top and the bo- top of one and the bottom of the other. And you're also selecting what initiative you want to go in. So this kind of fits it. But uh, since it is such a, a bomb diggity of a game, it's such a great game, I kind of left it off this list as well. Uh, there's other games like Libertalia where you're kind of putting out your card like that. Eggs and Empires, again, you're also flipping out. This is almost kind of like a... Uh, uh, it's it's almost like a trick taking in a way, uh, with that one, which I guess trick taking also kind of goes in that way. Uh Gravwell is an excellent example of this, uh, where everyone kind of turns over a card. This is by Corey Young. It was put out by uh CryptoZoic originally and then Renegade now. Uh and it plays very, very quickly, probably a little less than an hour. Uh, Gravel, well, but you're trying to get your ships out from a singularity. But uh, there's kind of alphabets on the card that, you know, whichever le- letter comes first on the card you lay down, that's what triggers first. And kind of as depending on where you are, how close you are to others, you're either going to kind of push yourself. Uh, the gravity well is going to push you one way or push you another or propel you or pull you. Uh, It's very, very cool how it works out and a very, very exciting game that it's uh, back in print. Uh, Check that one out as well. Tavarua, which I've kind of mentioned in the past, this is about, uh, this one is about surfing and you're playing your cards kind of simultaneously, whether you're going to catch a wave and which wave you're going to catch and such. Uh, Cosmic Colonies, another great game. Now, what's cool about this one, this is a game by Scott Alms and Floodgate Games, another very light game that plays in a little less than an hour. What's cool about this is you're basically playing two cards and you're going to kind of use a collect and build phase, and depending on which uh, where you use the cards uh, and the numbers on the cards, who gets to go first. And sometimes there's actions and if it's in the right phase, you get to do extra actions. Uh, but what's really cool is that not only uh, the, are you playing these two cards kind of simultaneously, you kind of move those cards to one way so the cards are kind of all circulating around and then by the end everybody kind of knows what to expect's coming by the way which cards and the more powerful cards are kind of gonna gonna use them but do you use that powerful card because then it goes to your opponents uh you know your opponent to the left to be able to use it next time or do you save it to win but it's really cool how uh you know everybody kind of knows the exact cards because there are cards that won't be played. In, certain, in each game because they'll be out of the game because you're only using a certain amount per player. Very cool. There's another great game called Nefarious. This game, very underrated game. Uh, it's kind of b- about being a villain. Uh, this was by Donald X. Vaccarino from you uh, know from Dominion fame. And this came out 10 years ago, 2011. Uh, and you're kind of the villain and you're kind of playing which one of the phase cards. I think it's one to four, depending on which cards you do. Uh, you play out, you'll either get some more workers, you'll be able to put out, uh, you'll be able to put in some uh, machines into play. And, uh, you know, you're also trying to, at times, match the other people's or not match the other people that are out there and what they want to do. So that's very, very cool game as well. Uh, There's also kind of, again, very simply putting out, uh, everyone has kind of the same selection of cards. uh, And then it's just a matter of when you're playing them. uh, Things like El Grande, In World Without End, which is the sequel to Pillars of the Earth, Uh, what's cool about World Without End is that each round you're kind of playing a card that you're going to use and a card that you're not going to use. uh, So then kind of really changes up what's available to you later and then which actions you'll be doing there. And of course, uh, I believe a couple episodes ago, I talked about the top five Rondell games. Crown of Amara kind of technically falls in this because everybody's kind of selecting uh simultaneously which actions uh from the same kind of pool of what they've got and they're just kind of drawing a certain amount in their hands and then they're kind of simultaneously putting out what action they're going to do for the round that's crown of amara but let me get into my top five simultaneous action selection games here uh, number five is flam rouge uh, this game uh, came out by strong uh, stronghold games uh over here and a lot of pellet uh, overseas this is by asker hard and grenoud this is about uh cycling this is a uh, you know basically a cycling racing game. Uh, plays in two to four uh, two to four players. Uh, plays in about an hour. And what you got? You got a kind of a, a sprinter uh, and another racer. I guess is what it is. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, you're basically playing. Uh, you're playing one card for each of them. So basically, as you're as you're playing the cards, you're either going certain amount. Uh, you know, certain amount up of one and certain amount up of the other. But kind of the way you're drafting and where you are, you may get some exhaustion cards and that kind of uh kind of. Uh, gums up your deck a little bit because sometimes since it is kind of a deck building in a way as well, um, you know, you have to watch what you're playing. So you you really have to play them at certain times. You don't want to get too far ahead because then you get a lot of exhaustion because nobody's kind of drafting with you and pushing your head. But it's very cool. A uh, very tactical place game. Again, you've got two riders. Uh, I guess I'm trying to think. I think one is just they call him a ruler and a sprinter. So I don't remember what the other one's just a regular old rider. Anyway, uh, Flam Rouge, very solid uh, cycling game there. Number four is a game called Glass Road. You don't hear about this one too much anymore. This one came out in 2013, and this is an Uve. Uh, I know it's getting re it's being reprinted. Uh, by Capstone. So hopefully we'll see this more uh, now that it is going to be in print. But this is one of my favorite Uwe games. Again, probably a medium to heavier weight Euro. And in this game, uh, everybody's got uh, the same set of 15 specialist cards uh, and they they all have an ability on the top and on the bottom. Now uh, you're going to have a hand of five and depending on which one you play, if nobody else plays that same one, you'll be able to do the top and the bottom ability of that specialist. But if somebody plays that same one, uh, you can only use... uh, uh, one or the, either the top or the bottom of it. So you really got to watch, uh, you know, kind of really figure out what everybody else has played or is going to play. Um, so it's really cool kind of trying to get inside other people's heads and use uh, the abilities. And sometimes you just have to use certain cards. And you, when people know that you have to use a certain card, then it kind of lets them to either know to uh, kind of screw with you a little bit to play that same one. So you can't use both abilities or go ahead and play something different because they know what you've already played and know that you can't play that. So very cool. Uh, very, again, very Euro-y, uh, you know, get resources, uh, tournament of points, and kind of build up your little tableau there. But Glass Road, a very, very solid game. It had an app years ago on the iPad, and it kind of disappeared, so I don't know if it's still out there. Uh, or if it ever will come back out again, but, I uh, it played very, very well, but, uh, for, for whatever reason, it had actually kind of disappeared. Uh, number three is race for the galaxy. This is kind of, I'm actually kind of cheating, but they're all three of these about the same game. So you got race for the galaxy roll for the galaxy and a brand new terraforming Mars Ares expedition, which basically just uses the same mechanics as the other two. So I kind of threw it in there, uh, you know, just for the heck of it. Uh, this is Thomas, Tom. Tom Lehman did Race for the Galaxy and Roll for the Galaxy. That came out from Rio Grande. Uh, Very cool game where you're kind of building, uh, again, a tableau of kind of the different uh, you've got uh, different developments or your uh, planets that are out there and each round, depending on if you play, let's just say more than two players, you're playing one of the phases face up. And if you don't play the same phase as somebody else, everybody basically does all the phases that are face up. So you're kind of trying to avoid doing the same one as somebody else so you can get kind of more out of it. You know, letting someone else, uh, if you know you want to develop this turn and you know the other person definitely does, then you don't have to necessarily play that card so that you can get a little bit more out of it. Uh roll for the galaxy. is kind of the same thing, just using dice uh, in there. And again, uh, Terraforming Mars, which was by uh, again Jacob Frixilius, uh, Nick Little. Uh, this was put out by Stronghold this year in Frick's Games. Uh, basically just, it's Stronghold. I mean, it's uh, Terraforming Mars, the card game, basically. But the way you do the different actions, instead of playing the cards, you know, from your hand itself, the different actions that will play, uh, instead of selecting action, you know, when it's your turn, everybody flips over one of the phases. I think there's five phases that you can flip over, four or five phases. And if you flip over the one phase that you're due, uh, you, you'll get, if you're the one that picked it, you'll get a bonus to it. And then everybody else kind of gets their phase. And if they get it, their bonus. But you get to do all the different phases there. So very, very similar uh, to that that other uh, you know like I said to race for the galaxy in that way uh but a very solid game uh very you know kind of has that lighter feel for terraforming mars or terraforming mars in, in under an hour uh, feel to it i might even actually replace that a little bit in a lot of people's minds cuz terraforming mars can go a little bit long depending on your uh you know depending on your game group but that is a, a fun little trio there race for the galaxy terraforming mars era's expedition and roll for the galaxy now we're getting into kind of what i was really trying to get with this whole uh, you know, this whole list is kind of the, again, behind the, behind the, uh, behind the curtain or behind the, 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 the tableau, so sort to of speak. Uh, so you've got first one I'm going to say is my number two. This is by Philip Dubarry, Uh And this is by, again, behind a screen. This is a revolution. Uh, this is from 2009. This plays three to four players plays in about an hour. Now what's cool about this is not only are you kind of selecting the actions behind your screen, but you're also in kind of an uh, auction type way of doing it. So you have a a uh, the the map the board is basically the map of the town, and you're trying to control different buildings in the town. And how you do this is by by using gold blackmail and force they're different they're the different kind of commodities in the game and they all you know one beats another it's kind of a uh, rock paper scissors but behind your screen what you're doing is you're putting out either a certain amount of gold a certain amount of blackmail or a certain amount of force or combining them some people can't be blackmailed some people can't be bought and such so you're kind of have your uh, I believe there's about 12 different things on there that that you can pick from In different spaces. And some of them will put different influence out there. Some of them will get you more blackmail or more money or more force. And some of them will just kind of let you kind of put your places, you know, for the area uh, control. So basically you put out all your stuff onto your board and then everybody reveals and you kind of go left to right. And from the first, second and third column there, uh, and then you see, or the rows, and you see who wins each one of those um, and ties you would. Uh, in a normal game, you just basically both lose all your currency. And if you go against somebody and don't win, you would lose them too. There's different variants of uh, the way to do this. But it's very cool because it's simultaneously done. And uh, I really just really dig that the way that it's done behind the screen is, is very, very cool. Again, check that out, Revolution. I'm not sure if it's still in print anymore, but boy, was it such a fun game. This was uh, originally put out by, uh, I believe, Steve Jackson Games as well. And my number one. Simultaneous action selection game is Fresco. Now I've probably put Fresco on a bunch of these lists because it's kind of a worker placement, simultaneous action selection. Now this again is done behind a screen with kind of how you're putting your workers out, and also it, it helps you to be able to say when you go and turn order which areas you go and how many times you go to different areas. Uh, it's all about go, getting up early, uh, you know, making your workers get to certain places. That's going to turn order, or you can get up a little bit later and get more workers. Then you're trying to go out and get your paints, and then you're mixing certain paints to get high, you know, higher types of paints, that's another area of the board, and then you're going to help paint the fresco out there. This game is one of my favorite games and probably my top five or ten games of all time. Uh, this was uh, by Wolfgang Panning, Marco Rakowski, Markel Subabeck. Uh, this is uh, by Queen Games, two to four players, plays in about an hour, and is very kind of a medium weight game. Played this one with my family tons of time. Absolutely great. That auction and, uh, well, not necessarily auction, but it's it's the simultaneous action selection is one of the best uh, mechanisms that I've ever played with. Uh, this is one of the few games that I rated a 10 on BGG just because I love it so, so much. And I hope, I wish somebody would else would come out and kind of this same type of thing a little bit more, you know, it's kind of the, the action selection that I really, really like. So there you have it, my top five simultaneous action selection games. Number five, Flam Rouge. Number four, Glass Road. Number three, Race for the Galaxy or Terraforming Roars. Ares of Expedition, number two, Revolution, and number one, Fresco. Hey, thanks for joining me this week on Top 5 Bo- Express Board Games Edition. If you've got any other questions you want to tell me what your favorite uh, simultaneous action selection games are, feel free to comment on this episode of Majorspoilers.com, shoot me a tweet, or go to the Majorspoilers Discord, of course, uh, for our, and check out other tons great podcasts by Steven and the rest of the Majorspoilers crew on Majorspoilers.com. I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and you can find me at GeekJockDan. Uh, on Twitter or on the Geek All-Stars podcast. So I'll be back soon uh, in a couple weeks with more board game top five goodness. But until then, grab a new board game and have some fun with family and friends. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.